suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing, end them. natural shocks that flesh is heir to. It is a consummation devoutly to be wished, to die, to sleep. The deep revolving, witty Buckingham. No more shall be the neighbor to my counsel. Hath he so long held out with me untired? And stops he now for bread? You're like your mother. She always felt everything very deeply. Much more deeply than I did. You're what they call a sentimentalist. What are you talking about now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you think I'm just a tatty old musical actor? <laughs> you know, uh, when you're up here, when you're up here, you think you love all those people around you. In the letter, I think it's the letter, I played a... Uh, Chinese boy, uh, a, a Chinese boy, in an opium den. Of course you did. Yeah, of course I did. And I, right at the beginning of the letter, I was the Malayan woman. And you were uh, I, the child. <laughs> I'll make my heaven to dream upon the crowd. And whilst I live to account this world but hell, until this misshaped trunk that... That is Sir Lawrence Olivier, and I had done an episode on him yesterday, but unfortunately, the AirPod Pros, while I love them, come on at very inopportune times, especially when you're driving and recording. Yes. So I'm basically doing... The show over. Yes. Sir Lawrence Olivier, born on May 22nd, 1907. A long career. Olivier, you can just say Olivier and people know who you're talking about. I remember watching Hamlet when I was very, very young. I was maybe about five. This is the Dr. Zeus film podcast where I talk about films. I talk about music. I talk about media. And I went on search and search yesterday of really good Mexican food. And that's why I was recording and driving. So this is Lawrence Olivier 
the redux version of the podcast because I always try to do these before midnight. Sir Lawrence Olivier, was he the greatest performer of Shakespearean literature? Some would say yes. He was known for it. He was parodied for it. He also trained and 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 under the tutelage guided other actors such as Sir Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Sir Anthony Hopkins was actually part of Sir Lawrence Olivier. I I something happened and Olivier almost sued him because he left the theater. He went to go do The Lion in Winter. Olivier did not want his actors doing movies. He wanted them to stay on the stage. That, and that was the other thing about Sir Lawrence Olivier. It was he was all about control. It was all about control. And he controlled many of his actors and actresses. What's interesting about Sir Lawrence is that we're still talking about him after all this time. He's been gone for 32 years. But we still talk about him. My grandmother loved Withering Heights. Oh, my God. What's interesting is is that that's 1939, the year of film. Olivier and Withering Heights and his soon-to-be wife. I don't know which one. Maybe wife number two or three. Vivian Lee. And Gone with the Wind. So they both, in a way, conquered America at the same time. Olivier was known in England very, very well for his Shakespearean interpretations. They weren't just interpretations. They were epics. And... I remember being very, very little watching Hamlet. And Hamlet kind of confused me. I didn't know about the Oedipus complex. Although the doors highlighted that in the end. Where he's like, marry her brother, marry her father, dot, kill her father, marry. It's, it's like marry, shag, kill. And then Ophelia. That's strange because that's my niece's name. <laughs> Holding, I think she is, she does something. And all I remember is getting confused. I think my brother was watching Mighty Mouse. And I could have sworn Ophelia in Hamlet was singing, Here He Comes to Save the Day. I was five or six. So when you watch films such as Hamlet, that that young, you're kind of confused. Like, okay, what's going on here? What is going on here? Now, Tea with the Dames is such a great documentary. And they all worked with Sir Lawrence Olivier. So Sir Lawrence Olivier was a very interesting actor. He was very... he, He was in control, okay? And if I can find it, ah, you know, I I love these actors talking about 
working with Olivier and Miss Maggie Smith talking about Olivier and and Eileen Atkins and here we go. It had been announced that Larry was to be director of the National Theatre that had been approved. I can remember, I had the feeling of going almost every week. So it's very exciting for other actors in the profession as well as those of you in the company. Yes, and, and, and Maggie, I mean, you moved in there despite your nervousness about critics. Yes, I did. Well, I think I was more nervous of Lawrence than the critics. What? I was more nervous of your husband than the critics. <laughs> I must admit. Well, I don't think... As indeed everybody was, I don't think you ever showed it. No, everybody was. We were terrified. Uh, your name, my dear. <laughs> uh, Wilful, Jack Wilful, at your service. The uh, Kentish Wilfuls or those of Staffordshire? Uh, both, sir, both. I'm related to all the Wilfuls in Europe, and I'm head of the family at present. Do you live in this country, sir? I live where I stand. I have no house, home, nor habitation beyond this spot of grass. Uh, what are you, sir? A rake. Uh, <laughs> in the army, I presume? No, no, but I intend to list immediately. <clears throat> No, he didn't scare me all, all the time. No, you scared him. I think I scared the wits out of him from time to time. A merry war, let us say. A merry war, because I know I remember you telling me that he'd come in and said you were too slow and then you bought him off the stage. Ah, no money and no luggage either. Not a thing in the world. What is more, I don't care. <laughs> I'm here and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like you for that. <laughs> only for that? Yes, I know. You went on the next side and you went so fast that he was befuddled. I, I went so fast you didn't know it was no Wednesday or Christmas. <laughs> he could have gone into Richard III without any trouble. I'd got him really, really rattled. Didn't he tell you that your vows were yes, right? Did, and well, what I, did you say to him when he what was... Did you say? I used to put his eyelashes on. No, he did tell me my vows, which they're still dodgy. Twill away again. Let me but bind it hard. Within an hour, it will be well. So I went in to help him with the eyelashes, and he was sitting there in all that gunge. And I said, how now, brown cow? <laughs> and all he said was, it was better, that's better, he said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he got very cross with me because I wouldn't do skin of our teeth. Yes. Yes. Out, devil, he says. By my troth, I'm glad But he did knock me out. Well, not quite. He did. Mad! Why, sweeter than Get it off! Uh, he, he hit me. Out, devil. And I had, uh, I was left with some black marks on my face. Oh, dear. But I did say it was the only time I saw stars at the National Theatre. <laughs> Those were the days, eh? 
They also had the lights put up a bit higher when he came on. When he came on, yes. But you could do that if you went like that. You got into it. But you had to... <laughs> had to make sure you could get your head in. Darling Frank Finlay. And that is Maggie Smith... Joan Plowright, who was married to Sir Lawrence Olivier, Eileen Atkins, and Dame Judy Dench. It's a wonderful documentary called Tea with the Dames. Talking about Sir Lawrence Olivier. Was he difficult? Well, he was a perfectionist. He was, in his eyes, the greatest. made a mistake there but yes is it safe a very famous pivotal moment in film between Sir Lawrence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man which will scare the shit out of you here's Henry V do not work today what's he that wishes so my cousin Westmoreland no my fair cousin if we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. And if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. Rather proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this feast, let him depart. His passport shall be drawn and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. That's Sir Lawrence Olivier and Henry V. And then, in 1957, he starred alongside the iconic Marilyn Monroe in The Prince and the Showgirl. Good morning. That's his room in there, isn't it? Yes, but Miss Marlene, I oh, think I've got to say room. good morning. Guess who? Good morning, Marlene. Oh, good morning. How are you? Oh, darling, you've cut yourself. Oh, it is not, thank you. Oh, but you still look lovely to me. <laughs> What's the matter? Uh, someone might come in, you know. Oh, this is Times Square. I found that out last night. But who cares? Uh, but this is the morning. It's different, you know. What's different about it? Unless maybe it's you. Ah, sure, you might. I'm exactly the same person. You're not acting exactly the same way. But this is the morning. You keep saying that. I remember last night the way you kept repeating yourself. Tell me, my darling Grand Duke, is it only very late at night that you're such a lonely person? You feel the need to share your life with a pure young woman oh, oh, whose bright no, face... No, 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 please. Ennobling please. There love. are certain phrases should never be quoted out of context. I don't know what that means. Huh? Oh, yes, I do. It means it's the morning, doesn't it? Anyway, to me, it's still dream time. 
this coronation day, 1911, I woke up to find myself madly in love with you. But madly. So there. My dear, I'm overwhelmed, of course, but alas, I feel it my duty oh, to try to explain. Don't make another you. long speech. Although some of them last night made more sense than you know. You know, you do need more love in your life. I never met anyone who needed it more. So now you've got it. Good luck to you. Cheerio. Is that all you're going to say? Oh, my dear, of course, of course, I'm overwhelmed, but alas, we have so little time together. I must leave tomorrow for Carpetia. Tomorrow? Mm. Oh, well, as soon as the show's over, I'll rush right over. Mm. That's a promise. Splendid. Anyway, we still have today, haven't we? Well, now you see, my dear Miss Marina. Miss Marina? But it was beloved last night. Ah, well, uh, alas, beloved. Oh, don't go on saying alas in that phony way. Oops, here we go, Times Square. We have precisely seven minutes. Oh, my God, I must get ready. And so, alas, I mean, I'm afraid we must say our little adieus. Okay, honey, you go get into your costume. And don't forget, I'm going to be sitting right outside of the Avenue Theater. That's where you came last night. That's just opposite the new Admiralty Arch. So don't forget to wave to me, will you? I will remember. Oh, say, could you get me an old raincoat somewhere? Raincoat? Yes, I can't very well go down the street this way. I see your point, Miss Marina. I'll try and find you an old Macintosh, but such things are not so easy to come by in Belgrave Square. Yes, that is Sir Lawrence Olivier with Marilyn Monroe. We're going to end right there. I'm going to bid you good night. This was the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast Celebration Redux of Sir Lawrence Olivier, born May 22nd, 1907, from last night's iAirPod interruption, Unpleasant Dreams. <laughs>